I, I, I updated oh, wait, some. Before we start recording, I have to check. <laughs> I have to change my input because I have a new microphone. Well, that, well, that ship late. has already sailed. <laughs> oh. Well, it, it's all, I got it's it now. So Okay, we're good. well, you're doing that. I'll do this. Uh, what do we do? Uh, this is... Uh, wait, I had, uh, a good, I had a really good thing I wanted, to, I wanted to tell you real quick before we start. We already started. So, like, um, <laughs> I did something very interesting. Is is uh, um, and I think you will approve, especially you, Chig. Um, we made fudge today. We made Velveeta fudge. Ooh, you have Chig's attention. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you make it. Use Velveeta cheese to make chocolate fudge. Ew. That sounds like Velveeta fudge. You would think. You would think you, but it's it's a very good fudge. Okay, before anybody else says anything, I'm going to do the opening intro before somebody hijacks things because I see things happening that I, I, I'm not sure about. So we're going to go. It's January 2nd, uh, 2023 or 33 something or other. Uh, this is the Loose Screws Podcast, the loosest and screwiest podcast, and all of the Lucy and Screen. I don't know, juicy. We're ta- we, we started the show talking about Velveeta fudge, so things are weird. <laughs> But I, I saw somebody show up that I wasn't expecting tonight. What, what, what's up with that? Who, me? Yeah, you. <laughs> couldn't uh, be. Couldn't be. I, a, a confluence of many events uh, led to eventually um, my, my coming on here. So I, I was actually planning on having company tonight, and I, we had screwed up my schedule, and I rescheduled my other podcast for earlier in the day because he was my, my co-host was off from work. And so we could do that. And then we did that. And then my company plans ended up canceling. And I was like, well, I guess I can do loose screws then. <laughs> wow. On air production meeting. You probably just saved the show because there's going to be three grumpy old men doing this show. And then, <laughs> and, and then your 16-year-old ass showed up. It's just weird. <laughs> and I, I, I just want to clarify, when you say it's going to be weird tonight, do you mean regular weird or weird even by our standards? <laughs> I never want to say weird by our standards because okay. that that's not good. Well, I didn't want to throw off totally throw off your whole jam, so I watched you guys pile into the channel and waited an amount of time where I was pretty sure you had started taping, and then I joined. Oh, I tried to start <laughs> taping, then Teflon had to hop in with a Velveeta fudge. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes, yes, you're gonna have I to listen Velveeta to the beginning fudge. of the show, I guess. Oh my god! Okay. Actually, I can explain like, this. How do you turn Velveeta into fudge? This sounds like kind of a Jesus wine to water kind of thing. So you take uh, wine to water. <laughs> you take two sticks of butter and, and a half a pound of Velveeta, and you melt it in a pan. Then you add half a cup of cocoa powder, and then two pounds of um, powdered sugar, um, and get it all good mixed up, and then add some vanilla. And then put it in a pan and put it in the refrigerator, and then you have fudge. No. And it tastes nothing like Velveeta. No. It's Does it taste anything fudge. like fudge? <laughs> it I... tastes very much like fudge. It is delicious. Like, I, I watched a video. I saw a video of it on TikTok. There's this TikToker who makes all these old-time recipes, um, and this one came from 1980. And, like, he was very... Uh, he always takes these old recipes he finds, like all kinds of things. And um, 
he bakes them. He's a he's very much like a baker. And uh, um, this was one of the things. And like after he made the fudge, he was like, "That's a really good fudge." And I was like, "No way!" And uh, my brother-in-law was like, "Hey, we have all the stuff. Let's try it." And I said, "I'm down because you know that's what I need in my life as an enabler." I just want to say this. That that doesn't sound like baking so much as alchemy, to tell you the truth. <laughs> and that that that's a hard no. Well you gotta you're nope. gonna love Sign me you're up. gonna love what I'm what I'm gonna tell you that we're making next. Oh and god. It is, uh, chocolate beet cake. I've heard of that. That's actually have, really good. Yeah. I haven't had it, but I have heard of it, yeah. We're gonna make chocolate beet cake. No, I I'm gonna be even more impressed when you turn fudge into Velveeta. That's the direction I'd prefer this to go. But well, it came I, from Velveeta. Yeah, but but transmute it back, please. But I I'll suppose. Well, it. all right, all right. Let's let's start let's start the show. We're into a new year. We did our year end show last week. Let's go around the table and see what everybody's done since uh, Christmas time and, and what's happening in the world. And I'm going to make tracks go first. Cause he never goes first. Oh boy. Uh, that's right. I guess I never have, I never have cause to go first. I, what has been going, when did we last do this? I guess it wasn't that long Monday ago. It was, it was right after Monday? Christmas. It yeah. Was a the day ago. after Christmas. A week ago. Right, yeah. Well, <laughs> We've, um, I've been like staying always. up. Yeah. I've been staying up late, uh, since then and like to an unusual degree because we've just, we've sort of every night we've been gathering with one friend group or another. And it was like this new year's business where you're supposed to stay up late. And, and then, um, we were with some other friends last night and, and so on and so on. And I, everything's fine. We're going to drop back into a fairly regular uh, routine starting tomorrow, but boy, today just the motivation drains out of me to do my regular thing. Like technically I was kind of at work this morning, but oh, it took me so long to get going. Mm. Um, but you know, it's, it's fine. It's fine. We, you know, we low key holiday stuff. No big deal. I'll be, I'll be back into the thick of it tomorrow. Um, to play elite dangerous at all. Uh, yeah, I did, um, yesterday in the day a little bit, I had some random time. So I went and, and tried out, um, I was going to try to do a Thargoid alert system combat mode. Let's, let's try it. So first I thought, well, maybe there's Orthrus signals. Uh, nope. Couldn't get any of those to spawn in this particular system. Uh, no matter how much time I spent there. Uh, so I gave up on that and moved on to just like, let's just hunt the random signals. And there's plenty of like threat four through six ish of like combat aftermath and AX ship signals and AX weapons fire, things like that. Um, the AX weapon, well, the one that's combat aftermath is really seems to be geared toward, um, what do I, you know, like, like finding materials and stuff. There's like a handful of materials and usually it seems like there are some, um, scouts there. Um, but it was difficult actually to find an interceptor, even the other ones that are definitely supposed to be combat and you get there and there's a, there's a bunch of, uh, there's a small fleet of NPC combat ships and they talk in the chat a bunch about, Oh, we're, let's do one more patrol sweep and I'm sure they'll come soon. And, Boy, if no if no bugs turn up, we should really like 
go to somewhere else because they don't seem to be coming here. Mm -hmm. And they just mm -hmm. chatter about how nothing's happening. And um, a couple of times, eventually something popped in. Um, but I tried to pick up weird. a mission. Yeah, I thought like, I'm not really doing any good here. There's a lot of not not anything happening. I I tried to grab a combat mission. The, the, the combat missions right now during the Thargo War, that's like sort of the worst part of this whole thing. They're sort of not... Not very good. The rewards are awful, and they're all like, they're all like very high completion requirements. Yeah, kill eight uh, hydras and get eight one hydras, biotech yeah, like, conductor. <laughs> uh, six medusas. Like, don't get me wrong. I'll kill six medusas if you'll give them to me, right? You know, yeah. but uh, there's nowhere to find them right now, uh, at least in this in, with the state of that system, right? And I was like, okay, here's one for one. It says hunt and kill one basilisk. Okay, great. So I'm going around, I'm basically picking all the highest threat things I can find, and I had to try three of them before an interceptor would spawn into it, and then it did come, um, and I was able to, you know, I took it out, and, um, no, I'm sorry, I'm misremembering, I couldn't find it, <laughs> there was a few people in chat, I couldn't find it, we were just like chilling, I think the chat was called just chilling. And I, I was like, screw this. I'm going to a Thargoid control system. We're going for maximum danger. Um, so I went there and uh, I was like, okay, here I am. I sort of scanned for signal sources and I thought, eh, screw that. I'll just drop to normal space. So I just left Super Cruise and sure enough, uh, Basilisk popped in <laughs> in just a few seconds. I was like, all right, here we go. And then... Uh, like four or six scouts came in. Okay, all right. And then another interceptor comes in. <laughs> yep. and that one I, I I messed up and uh, got shut down for a little while. <laughs> I was like, okay, things are getting a little hairy. <laughs> um, so so then I I um, anyway we we killed the basilisk. Uh, I guess the other one I must have drifted too far away, and the other one just fucked right off. It was gone by the time my ship woke up. So I killed the basilisk, and then got hyperdicted on my way back to turn in the mission and killed another basilisk. So, um, it's fine, but sort of, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's sort of a, a dull thing. That was my experiment with trying to do, you know, combat, destroy AX ships. That's on the list of things you can do in an alert system. And, uh, and other systems I've had good luck finding Orthrus, but, um, I think if they aren't spawning in that system, it's really just about evac and I guess supply deliveries. I don't yeah. I don't personally get into the supply delivery very much, but anyway. Yeah. That's my story. You sticking to it. All right, yeah. let's get uh Nurgo go next. Uh let's see. Weekend. Uh Trax will identify with this since Mrs. Trax at least was a teacher. So uh Christmas holidays are over. Today was the first day back at school for Mrs. Nurgle, who is a third grade teacher. So, of course, this weekend was the 752,000 projects, which she hasn't done anything with over Christmas vacation, but now have to be finished before she goes back to school, um, which was fun. Uh, on the On the work side of things... I came in this morning to find out that someone had set fire to a car in one of my parks. What? Yeah. Don't, That's I don't, not supposed to be there. Don't, don't know what <laughs> the details were. The police had already come and dragged what was left of the carcass away. But there's nothing left but a melted chunk of asphalt and some 
puddled aluminum. Whoa. And I, I looked this up because I was curious. Aluminum melts at 1,220 degrees. So that was a hot, <laughs> hot fucking fire. <laughs> um, yeah. It didn't do any other damage. They just, you know, incinerated this car in the middle of a parking lot. Um, yeah, and I've got a fist-sized chunk of melted aluminum riding around in my truck now. I was like, oh, yeah, that looks interesting. Yeah, I'll throw that in the truck. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a souvenir from my time with Parks. Um, and then game-wise, I spent most of the last week running around and doing BGS stuff back in Screw Space because we've had some wonky shit go on and had some things we had to deal with, which we've pretty much successfully all dealt with at this point, so I can get back to learning how to kill Thargords more efficiently. And and tracks your experience with trying to hunt Thargoids in an alert system is pretty much the universal experience. We'll talk more about that when we get to Thargoid updates later. Sure. Sweet. All right, Teflon. Oh, his mic's off. Does he know no, his he's mic muted is off? as hell? <laughs> I'm right here. All right. What's up? Well, let's, let, well, your turn. Let's hear your story. Oh, well, I made, I, I didn't just make Velveeta fudge. Um, that was all you did in the last week? <laughs> there was no concern. <laughs> it's been, it's been a busy week. Uh, we got all our electrical issues fixed now. So all of our things that weren't working before, they're now working. That's um, good. Um, and now, since it's now January, I get to use my historical calendar. Uh-oh. My, my This Day in History calendar. On my desk every day. Oh, what oh, happened right. this day in history? Are we doing that at the end? Of the That's show one on? of the end segments, right? Or do you yeah. want it to be at the beginning? Maybe we should do it one at the beginning well, for the well, new we, segment. I well, know. think there's going to be like seven days that we can do for each show. So we could do one oh, every like, seven them minutes. Space them out. <laughs> well, but that, that assumes there was something interesting. Oh, everything everything in history is interesting. That's, uh, you're true. That's true. Uh, do you want to know what it is? Yes. Well, give us, yeah, give us the first now. Give us the first, and we'll do the second later. You want January 1st, or yeah, you want do January, January 2nd? 1st. Yeah. We'll yeah. do January 1st first. <laughs> All right. We listen to January 1st on January when the podcast comes out on January 3rd. Well, we're going to do well, January but, 2nd at the end of the show, and if you want to do January 3rd in the middle of the show, just so it's very I, loose and screwy, you can. <laughs> it's fine. We'll do yeah. first now and second at the end, I guess. Okay. So on January 1st, in 1959, Fidel Castro led rebel forces, uh, led led rebels force uh, Fulgencio Batista out of Cuba. So on January 1st, 1959, facing a popular revolution spearheaded by Fidel Castro's 26th of July movement, Cuban dictator Fulgencio Batista fled the island nation. The United States, which had supported Batista, was concerned about what to expect from the radical Castro and his followers. Batista and many regime supporters left immediately for the Dominican Republic, while tens of thousands of Cubans cheered. Uh, these events were just the start of what would be a decades-long conflict between Cuba and the United States. Huh. So that was on this day in history in 1964. years ago, huh? Yep. Wow. All right. Cool. Sweet. Uh, cool history. Uh, now I want a cigar. Um, what about, <laughs> what have you done in-game? Uh, in game, I have not done much. Um, um, I, 
I think I got on and uh, messed around with my outfitting a little bit and maybe changed around some paint jobs, but I've, I haven't really done much in-game. Um, I have to get back into it and fight some more Thargoids. I'm wondering, I need to go run some more passenger missions or um, passenger missions, uh, you know, the the uh, rescue. Yeah, the evac stuff. They're passengers. Yeah. They're meat. <laughs> They're passengers. <laughs> They're like bait. <laughs> Very bait. <laughs> get us out of here, passengers. Non-paying passengers. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. We get paid yeah, very get paid. well for doing that. <laughs> there, there. We get paid in engineering mats, in my opinion. Also, I played some Stellaris, and I bought a couple of games on the Steam sale, the Steam Winter sale. Um, nice. I bought Victoria 3 and Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. So I'm looking forward to uh, playing some of those. Cool. Sweet. Me, I've been the same family, you know, stuff that everybody kind of does over the holidays. Um, work, I worked my butt off. I had a crazy, awesome end of the month, so I made some good moolah again. Um, as far as gaming, uh, it's, well, twofold. First, with Elite Dangerous, you know, my favorite thing is killing bugs, and that seems to be bugged out so bad, you know, randomly that, you know, I, I decided to start plant gunning. I've determined that it's even more frustrating when the game acts stupid when you're doing something you don't even enjoy. So it's just it's this game at times. Um, I've turned in, I don't know, 800 million or so in plant data. You know, I'm trying to get up to Elite 3, no, Elite 2 in exobiology. I'm Elite 1. Well, no, I'm Elite 0. So I got to get to Elite 1, then I get to Elite 2. Well, I've turned in like 800 million in data, and because the game's Forked, it doesn't show you your progress. So I don't even know if I'm close to Elite 1 or, you know, halfway, or I'm still at 0% into Elite 0 turning in that much data. It's just like, ah, gotta let me track my progress, damn it. It's just annoying. <laughs> and then the, you know, SRV thing that happens every so often. And then I don't, it's just, I had a really weird one happen uh, yesterday. I was, orbiting i was sitting no i was on the surface in my ship and i went downstairs and watched an episode of endor with the family and came back upstairs and then went to take off and my right that that when i would move my stick when i do like vertical thrusters only the radar screen would move up and it would move up out of my ship into the air above it. <laughs> and when I'd go down and do the same thing, and if I pitched or yawed, it was just the the radar screen in front of me moving around. I was, like, flying it. I should have taken the time yeah. and turned on OBS and <laughs> recorded it because it was just so freaking wonky. And the escape button wouldn't work, so I had to actually task kill in order to get out of the game. But it was, yeah, that's, like, that's just about so right. bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, about right. That's insane. I would yeah. love to have seen that. Whenever so those crazy things happen, it always ends up being like a task kill situation, right? Yeah, yeah. I couldn't yeah. just exit to the menu, couldn't do anything. I had to task kill. Then when I came back in, everything was perfectly fine, but just so, so weird. But I think that's how this game tends to be if you don't do anything for a little while. Like if, you know, when, mm-hmm. the, when people do the farming has res boats or whatever that they do and stuff and you know how your memory starts eating up too much yeah. and slows the game down i think if the game just sits idle without you giving any inputs it does weird stuff 
Because that's what it was. I had it sitting here for an hour on the planet while I was downstairs. And when I came back, just wanted to take off and I, I, I couldn't. I mean, I could, I should have seen if I could have got my, you know, radar dish into super cruise and stuff, but I was just like, this is just so <laughs> fucking stupid. I can't, I can't take it. So that, that's that. And then, so then, you know, I've been, I have my steam deck and I, you know, main reason I kind of bought it is because I had so much fun playing Elden Ring a bit, but I want, well, if I'm sitting at my desk, I fly on my computer. So I bought a steam deck, but basically, you know, playing the steam deck, you're using basically a a controller you know a console controller is essentially what you're using and i had played like my first 15 hours in elden ring on keyboard and mouse so about 15 hours you start to get to some really tough stuff but i have no idea how to fucking control this thing with a controller and i'm on like a hard part of the game and it's just impossible so i just started over i said fuck it i hadn't played it in like three months <laughs> i didn't really know what was going on but i couldn't kill a goddamn thing that i was surrounded in at where i was so i'm like ah, i'm just gonna start over so i'm having a blast playing elden ring again that game's so freaking cool i cannot wait to play that game yeah it's 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 neat it's it's different from anything i've ever really played it's just really just it's different it's fun it's cool so i i yeah. highly highly recommend my little brother-in-law, he was like, he was like, he's like, I have, you could try it on my computer if you want. I was like, I already know I'm going to like it. He said, it's like Dark Souls. I said, that's how I know. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like Dark Souls only just massive. I mean, there's just so much, but yeah, so. Even better. But that's me. So, um, I don't know. We want to do a squadron update? We could do. All right. You, you're in charge of sounds and stuff. because you're in the charge sound of sounds. Person. Yeah, you you're here. It. I'm the one. Sad trombone. It seemed necessary to add to the soundboard. All right, that wasn't right. Here's the real one. Incoming priority message. Squadron briefing. All right, so... There are no current elections, no current wars, only one overheating system. That's my caro, and somebody is uh, on that tonight. So we should be as stable as we have been in weeks uh, by the time people are actually listening to this in their podcast app. I'll fix that. (laughs) Um, So there's really not much of anything going on. On the faction side, on the uh, Thargoid side, so in the uh, the Oya defense group this week, Oya gave us five total alert systems, three of which were populated. Uh, and for the the people who don't know, there's there's almost nothing you can do in an unpopulated alert because the only option is to kill Thargoids, and there are almost none of them. Yeah, let me tell you about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So uh, we decided in the Oya group to try to fight back on the alerts uh, this go-round. So we started out in Hoyle, H-U-I-L-E. Pronounce that however you want. Uh, As of like 15 minutes ago, that system was completed. Um, And it took, you know, today is day four of the cycle. It took four days to push back on one alert. Because just like Trax was talking about earlier, there are so few options 
for how to actually push back. It's evacs and it's bringing in supplies. If you're trying to do combat, there's just almost no options. Even if you try to go out of the system to complete missions and come back in. Uh, so it's we still very yeah, time intensive. It is for the reward and, tiers and, that you get. Yeah, th- those missions are not worth it. Um, and so what we ended up seeing happening was the the different groups that are fighting as part of the Oya Defense Group fragmented, and all the people who wanted to go do combat were spread all over Hell's Half Acre in a bunch of different systems. And at one point, we actually had an invasion system that was further along than the alert system was. <laughs> so, yeah, well, because the vast majority of the population wants to do combat, the by far the most rewarding way to do combat, even when they don't work, is AXCZs. And you don't get yeah. a, you don't get AXCZs in alert systems. So, you know, people went to where the action was. So we've we've kind of adjusted to that. Um, the current target is Gliese, G-L-I-E-S-E, 9035, which is at like 84%. Uh, and then when we finish that, we're going to move to HIP-7338, which is currently at like 26%, I think, 24, 26%. So we've got a real chance to finish both of them. Um, both of those systems have more than one week left on the timer. But something else we learned over the past couple of weeks, and this is why HIP-7338 is important. Next week will be its last week on its timer. So if we don't finish it this week... Next week, there will be no ports left. They'll all be destroyed, and all the AXCZs will go away. And we learned last cycle... Why do the AXCZs go away? I don't know, but when all the ports are gone, the AXCZs go too, which means when you get, one of, these, when you get one of these invasions that's in its last week and there's no ports left, you have all of the problems of having no active ports, plus you have no AXCZs which makes them very hard to pull back from the brink when they're on their last week. Hmm. Okay. So there's, I really hope they adjust some of these mechanics going forward. But, um, yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, cause it, I mean, I know it's supposed to be hard, but they've, they've really disincentivized some activities like, you know, there's no combat in alert systems. There's no combat in the last week of an invasion. So, Hmm. Yeah, I mean, if if an alert system happens to be spawning Orthrus signals, and I've found those where I can, yeah. like, repeatedly, one after another, find them, then that's fine. It's, yeah. it's great. And that's probably a fantastic way to deal with an, an alert system. But uh, yeah. it's like, like so many signal sources, there's, like, bizarre background simulation reasons why sometimes some systems spawn more high-grade emissions than others. And it's like... The systems we were working on this time just wasn't happening, so yeah. it's it's over. Um, but man, uh, I I don't know it. I don't know if we should be talking about this right now. It's it it the the thing that I was coming to realize because I I was I believe you and I was paying attention to all the stuff you were thinking of. Like on the one hand, I get that the reset, the weekly reset, is clearly meant to simulate Thargoid reinforcements, right? right? And that is conceptually that's a cooler way for it to be than just it's x amount of hardness right oh absolutely yeah it's you have to like reinforcements are better than it just takes us a while 
But the fact that it always happens on the week and it deletes all the progress. So for the last three or four weeks, like my main gaming night or the, the night that I was streaming was a Wednesday. And every single time for the last three weeks, we have completed any targets that could be completed. And by then there was no point in putting any effort into any new ones because they're about to be reset in a matter right. of just a few hours. So it just means, well, why play on that day? Yeah. You know, there, you will get absolutely nowhere. Again, they have it, at least the reset, I can understand what they were thinking. I disagree with it. Yeah. But I understand what they were thinking. There are other things that they've just plain disincentivized a whole yeah. section of gameplay that I really cannot give you a reason why. Um, like it has I, to be a mistake. It, either that or somebody just wasn't thinking about the consequences. Mm. Like, no, no AXCZs in the last week of an invasion. What were you thinking yeah. when you made that, that seems decision? seems like a mistake. Yeah. That's either a mistake or a, guys, we just screwed up. We have to change this. But I, I don't know. But s s some other things that have become apparent over at least the past couple of weeks um, of, of fighting the Tharkoids. So we, we're still trying to work out what the mechanism is for how new alerts spawn. Um, and there's some guys uh, in the BGS community that are really working on this tooth and nail. I'm kind of on the outside of that. But we've got it pretty much narrowed down to any system within 10 to 15 light years of a current controlled system is eligible to become an alert and, and start the process. Um, we don't know if yet if there's a limit on how many each maelstrom can spawn, if there's a limit across all of the Thargoid invasion or what, um, because the alerts that came out this week were kind of lower than people were expecting. So there's still some research going on mm. there. Uh, we just talked about the problems with the last week of invasions. Uh, something else that we have discovered is that if you successfully repel... Well, first off, last week we talked about recovery is on a four-week timer. And there's really nothing you can do right. to speed that up. Well, we discovered last week that if you successfully repel an invasion in the first week, it's only a one-week recovery timer. Okay. So you were actually disincentivized to repel an invasion early because you want the four-week recovery timer because that means that system is immune to Thargoid invasion for at least those four oh. weeks. Mm. Oh, shoot. <laughs> so you actually want to let it sit a week and then defeat the invasion. <laughs> um, <sighs> so, yeah. But the more, the further this goes, the more we learn about it. Um, and, you know, we're going to start, we're in cycle five now, cycle six will start Thursday morning. And, you know, we've got uh, Tyrannus contained. We're about two weeks out from having Oya contained. Um, a lot of the AXI guys are working in the Indra Maelstrom, and I think they're about two weeks out from having it contained. That's three out of eight of the, of mm -hmm. the Thargoid Maelstroms that we'll have completely contained to just the systems they control within a couple of weeks. Um, you know, Are you hopeful that, I mean, now that we're past the holiday, because we know, like, 
Oof. Europe. I think they all put themselves in a pod and and hibernate for a few weeks over the holidays. That now that the holidays are done, they've got a lot of data to look at that they're gonna you know, turn the right <laughs> knobs and pull the right levers. I want to be that hopeful, but past track records with with FDev and making adjustments leaves me skeptical. For one thing, adjustments have already been made, and it was while the mission boards were faulty and AXCZs don't function right. So and, and adjustments those, to difficulty, this is not the time. We do not have a correct, uh, correct. data on, on what our force could be if everything was working right. Correct. But, and, but that's when they did it. You know, I'm, I'm going to give them a pass on the mission board issue and the AXCZs not being fixed because they deserve to have a Christmas break too. Yeah. But guys, you're on the timer. <laughs> this, I didn't get a Christmas break. You shouldn't have adjusted break. the difficulty. I can't tell that they changed anything with the slash like adjustment. It's has there been one more recently than yes. I've only seen. I only knew about the one. There was the first one where they said, you know, now that all the maelstroms are here, they're more spread oh, out. Yeah. That there was, was one that they explicitly said we were adjusting right. the difficulty. Right. That's the one I was talking about. I, I yeah, want to talk about something just real quick because we, we touched on the mission board bug again and everything else. And that, that was affecting, obviously, we can't get good data sets if people can't even run missions to do stuff. And right. we can't complete AXCZs, so that can't be used to help us win wars or anything. So we really don't know. Any data we have is <laughs> we, we don't know how damaged our efforts are by the bugs that and not the thought exactly. bugs the bug bugs that are happening <laughs> and somebody uh, posted i don't know if it was rabbi first or boobtron posting this whole thing with messing with your firewall and and proxies yeah. and all kind of, it, it, there was so that's, much there that's rabbi that that's his that's a, that's where that guy lives okay. yeah, that's his yeah. thing and, and that that's <laughs> that's great i i really appreciate him posting that but when i first saw that posted i'm like Jesus fucking Christ, I'm not going to take the time to read that, let alone go and do it just so that I can run missions. I don't even enjoy missions enough to care. I just want my game to work. And the fact that when it's getting to that level of of network knowledge you have to have in order to literally just run some missions, that it, it yeah. just leaves me just, I don't know, disheartened. We absolutely, know I absolutely agree. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what are we even doing here if I have to jump through this many hoops just to just to do just for something to work right? Well, you know, one of the one of the saddest things I can possibly say is that this week we had a suggestion from a member of the community to do a discussion segment in the show about how to work around known bugs. Yeah, the fact that that's even out there is really really sad. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't have the the energy to argue that anymore. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, I when when I get at this level of just, it's not even annoyed. I'm just disheartened. I, I think yeah. it's the best. Where I just, I, I want to go do certain things in this game I love, and I just don't have the energy to do it right now because of, like you said, the suggestion that we have a show segment about how to work around the different bugs in the game. If FDev was listening to us and hearing these workarounds, they might be able to figure out how to fix it. But we, they just don't even hardly care about the, what is it, the issue tracker. It's the issue tracker. So maybe we should start calling these things issues rather than bugs because they 
refuse to acknowledge that they're <laughs> bugs. They call them issues. So use their own words. Yeah, they, use their jargon against them. God they, damn it. They have issues, all right. Uh, well, we have issues, but it's not anything you could fix. And maybe that's why they use the word issues, because <laughs> issues are just issues, man. Medication. <laughs> we, we all need medication. Yeah, well, yeah, after playing this game, sometimes I feel like I should be committed because I just keep coming back. Sometimes it feels like an abusive relationship, but I love this yeah. game, goddammit. Just yeah. please, <laughs> FDev, do something. I don't want to be looking at... I, I mean, that was like lines of code that you need to change in your freaking... No, oh, it no, router it's, it's not that bad. It's not, it's not that okay. bad. Um, no, um, so... Let me find the, it. The, what Rabbi actually created was a script to which you could just copy um, a shell script, which would parse your logs um, for certain bits of information. And then he, he, he made it sort of simple if you wanted to. I, I didn't take the time to do any of that. But then later today, he actually realized that um, on the menu screen, when you log in, it, it shows you this bit of, it can show you this bit of information raw. Uh, just right there on the screen. Yeah, but it, like, it think about this. It out to you. Think, think about um, this for one moment with everything that you just said. We've got a whole lot of commanders that came over from console that played console because <laughs> it was simple. Now they're over on PC, and you're telling them that they can just get a simple script that you can copy that'll parse your logs. Then you can do that. Well, there, that it, all of that went right over most of their heads. Yeah. No. Okay. So the, the truth is we don't know for sure that this actually works to fix the mission board, but what they, what they are stumbling around and maybe finding is that there are multiple mission servers and some of them seem to consistently not work at least for a little while. Although rabbi did say that every now and then he, he purges his firewall block list and retries old servers that were previously not working and finds that they now work. So nothing's 100%. Um, I took the info that they posted, and they, they basically came up with three servers that seemed to be consistently the problem ones, and it just quickly like made an outbo outbound uh, Windows firewall rule that blocked them. Um, since I've done that, for what it's worth, I haven't encountered any mission board problems, but I haven't done that many missions since then. I haven't done like multiple days of just running missions or anything like that. So I don't know if that means anything. And I don't know if this is really the problem because it's an intermittent issue, which is the worst kind, right? But anyway, I don't think anybody has to worry about running that shell script. Nobody has to worry about firewall blocking. If you're really fed up with it and you want to try it, it takes like 30 seconds to just type firewall into your Windows key and enter a new custom rule. And you can copy these IP addresses. You don't have to parse your logs or anything like that. You could just copy these three and see if it helps. Um, or just like look at that menu screen when you log in. If you're having problems, look at that screen and bam, there it is. There's the one that you're connected to. You block that one and it forces the game to choose a different one. That's all it is. But I, I, I can't confirm that it actually does anything. Well, I mean, I still so. intermittently remember my key bindings thing where when I log on and yeah. my key bindings are still there, it's just not acknowledging them until I go into the menu. I don't need to go in the menu and save again. I just need to enter the ship controls menu and then escape yeah. back to the screen. And it was really bad before. What update was this? 14? No, I don't remember. I lose track of the yeah, numbers. Yeah, 14.1 is the most one current. Patch. Yeah. Well, I before it was like, at least every other time it would do that where I had to go into where it got to the point where I would just automatically go into it. 
uh, into the the ship yeah. uh, controls and just be done with it. So I didn't all of a sudden go, God damn it, and, ha- and then go do it. I would just do it when I logged on. Well, I, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't doing that since 14, and it was fine. But now it's like once every five times that happens. It's just... <laughs> just randomly all of a sudden I mean, what the fuck i don't have controls on my left stick going to ship controls just ship controls and then exit back out and it, it works fine uh, what is that i don't what I don't, the hell is that i don't know it's so freaking weird and i like you said intermittent is the worst kind of problem because you can't test it and try to figure out you know I mean, is yeah. it because I've got Netflix open that now my controls don't work? I don't know. You know I, I just don't know. I could. I, I don't it know. seems so weird. It boggles my mind. And it came up so ra- I think that started happening, you know, well, it's when I got the new Verpal stick. It was shortly thereafter. But then again, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe it was shortly after update 13 that that started happening and i i I just Mm. i just don't know because i mean back in the day you know you'd lose your freaking binds entirely but we finally found the workaround for that you know so you don't you know as long as you rename the file and stuff you're always fine you don't have to back up your binds anymore that's that's a thing of the past but uh now it's just this weird intermittent thing and like the mission boards being as intermittent as they are and it it always seems when you think you find a good workaround in this game. The game finds a way to say, ha I found a way to still screw it up. You know, I just, I don't know. <laughs> huh. I worked around your workaround. Exactly. I know what you're trying to do. And I know that you know that I know what you're trying to do. And it just, it's, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to be down. I try to, I try to keep, you know, try to keep the salt to a minimum. I don't want to get, you know, turn into like i know uh, our good buddy dj wiley sometimes his his salt has gotten pretty deep and he he's seemed to come around a little bit but i just don't want to be that guy i just have to smile take a deep breath and say hey i still get to fly my spaceship if i get uh, so if, tired if, of being if, negative sometimes like i get so, so tired of it yeah you know and it's like yeah. i i want to be positive but like Sometimes, like, it's, it's just nothing I can do, man. It's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, apologies, yeah. everybody. We're not, not yeah. starting off the year on a on a sour note. Just, uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go play some Elden Ring, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I th- I think, um, well, apparently there's some more, compl- as Nurgle was saying, there's some more complicated things that are... Um, that are not as as simple to just say, well, if they just do this, it would be fixed, right? Like, um, yeah. As far as you know, some certain things are just totally de de incentivized and stuff like that, and and thing and systems that seem to work sort of backwards, right? From from the way their their design seems like it was intended, um, but for what it's worth, like I I get that the that the reset was intended to simulate reinforcements. There's alternative ways to do that that don't just delete one or two days from the week of usable time right that don't just make it so there's absolutely no reason for us to play on wednesday and sometimes tuesday uh because that's too late to start a new system and the other things might be finished already so you know having it be a partial reset of progress you know there you go suddenly there is no day of the week where you can't make any progress um seems seems like an easy change to make it's just a just a suggestion. We're just going to keep doing this. You can have that one for free. Yeah, just, yeah. just a suggestion. <laughs> um, Nurgle, what you were mentioning other system targets 
Um, are those in Discord at all? Because I went and looked. Yes. Um, where are they? Uh, I, in, I looked in standing orders and I only saw the Huili or yeah. whatever. In, yeah, they're not. They're not in standing orders. They're in. Hang on, and I will open up Discord and tell you exactly the channel. They are. They are in the uh, loose screws faction channel. Oh, I see. Oh, so there it is. Yeah. Primary, secondary. You just did that right tertiary. now. <laughs> I did that. Yeah, right that was ten minutes ago. Well, this is this <laughs> was five exactly one minute ago on my Hoyle, clock. Hoyle literally completed while we were doing the show, and I was updating <laughs> these and posting them. Okay. Okay. Oh, so okay. that's an edit. Okay. I okay. see. So, so yeah, we should, we should. All right. All right. I, I get you. I get you. Um, yeah. So one thing that happened actually, cause, cause Hoyle was, um, making good progress, but wasn't going to be completed today. And then just a few hours ago, the, uh, evac squad group thing, the, um, uh, God, I always forget the acronym. I'm sorry, P- guys. PDES. Um, PDES. Just just a little while before starting the show was like, all right, we completed these targets. Next target is Hoyle, and I was like, oh great, they're coming, guess, they're coming to our town. And sure enough, it's locked up. Well, yeah, but hours, so. does Hoyle was stand like for again? Post disaster evacuation service. Okay, that's the one. We need Hoyle, Hoyle was at like eighty four percent this afternoon. Yeah. But it wasn't making twenties, you know, tens no, of no. percent per hour. No, until, it was making, and then they they mark it as their target, and suddenly yeah. it's more than just our local group of commanders yeah. that are it jumping was, in on it. So it was making like two percent per hour, and then PDES committed, and they finished it in uh, the last sixteen percent, about four hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna got no reason to stay in Hoyle, so I'm gonna start running my missions there. Anyway, they could have even just went post disaster as a hyphenated, and then it went PES. Then it would have been PES. That would have worked for yeah. me. PDES. Just I'm sorry. I, I don't like acronyms that are suck. <laughs> <laughs> that acronym are suck. <laughs> that are suck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. I, we, we need an acronym council to approve yeah, these acronyms exactly. before they go out to the public. <laughs> we we like, love you guys what, and what one? you do. Yeah, we love the, you guys and what you do, but you need a better acronym. <laughs> what is DCOH or whatever they go? D- Defense yeah, Council the, of Humanity. Yes, And they we, needed to go Defense of Humanity I mean, Council. Yes. Then it could have been DOC, the DOC yeah, Council. Yeah, I know. Perfect. Opportunity missed. Man, <laughs> it's almost like they didn't want to be cool. Uh, yeah. Well, fucking nerds. <laughs> <laughs> god damn it all right what else we got well we got segments and stuff right are we yeah. do you want to do that that segment idea by the way the uh how to avoid bugs segment which i which i promptly decided was going to be called well there's your problem, <laughs> there's your problem. i don't know what's wrong with it ain't got no gas in it well we've already done <laughs> we've already we, done it this time I we've guess. done the inaugural um, one yeah Right. I was thinking um, it made it made me think of just a, an episode or two ago when it was like, are you uh, it's like something's going wrong. Oh, did you make the mistake of turning on Elite Dangerous? Well, there's your <laughs> yeah, there's your problem. Maybe that was on my stream. Maybe that was not on the podcast. I can't remember. But the point is, somebody experienced a bug, and the response was resounding. Well, did you turn on Elite? Ah, <laughs> there, there's your problem. Uh, yeah. There's one walk around that solves all Elite bugs. Yeah. 
All right, I won't. I won't. I don't need to repeat that. Elite again. developers hate this one workaround. <laughs> this <Yeah>. one trick. <laughs> this one stupid trick. Oh my god! <laughs> I just want to show you just like this game. But I, I just shared oh, my screen just it? for a second. Maury Port. See how I'm sitting on the pad, and you got the blinking lights in front. And notice on the left yeah. compared to on the right. That right there annoys me. The pillar. They're the just, pillar that on the left it's got blinking lights all the way down on the right it doesn't why why isn't oh. it symmetrical i don't know why that just has been bothering me because okay. i've been sitting here looking at that for a little while and i'm like why <laughs> why are those lights burnt out why why is president boyce not getting shit like this fixed man i thought you meant real bugs <laughs> That's that's like that, this is, that uh, can't be intentional. Not like <laughs> stuff like I swear they said they had bathrooms on these stations and I haven't found one anywhere. No, on the they're ground all, installations yeah, there are. They're all on the ground installations. You got to go to the ground to go to a toilet. Yeah, so you got to you got to hit the toilet. You got to you got to complain it side, buddy. Yep, exactly. <laughs> we don't uh, want any pooping in zero G. You got to go to the surface for that. <laughs> well. Yeah, I get honestly think about it. <laughs> if you just wow. never mind, yeah, inertia, you know, I don't uh, know, Newton's Newton's third law, things like that. Well, for yeah. one, there's not they're not in zero g, and two, uh, yeah, no nobody poops in zero g, and despite being thirteen hundred years in the future, that's never <laughs> happened before. Well, I mean. Somebody does. I want you to cite a source. It's not like real modern day astronauts poop, Better source don't that. poop in zero G. We all know that that doesn't happen. No. No, they don't. They get it vacuumed out of them. Go on. <laughs> no, that's the whole thing. It's a tube. It sucks it out of you. Yeah. And then you clean you, it off afterwards. Yeah. You had his attention at suck. You know, if that thing malfunctions, or, I, I don't know. There's, there's a whole lot of things I don't like about that. There's some <laughs> things I don't need to know. I, I prefer mm-hmm. like a Sounds still good. suit from Dune. There you As go. As I said on the McElroy Brothers podcast, if you nut in space, it push you backwards. <laughs> Technically a little bit, yeah. Inertia is inertia. You can't get away from that. Truth. Truth. Wow. Yeah. For, for, first it's, um, it's Velveeta fudge, then it's nutting in space. I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, this sounds like a... Not to not to take over or anything, but this sounds like a great time to play the Bard segment, right? Yes. Holy fuck, yeah. That was right on cue. <laughs> right? Right? Yep. Right? All right. Let's get into it. Now i got to find it. Here we go. And the Bard, the Tin Hattie on the Express! Welcome aboard the Tin Hattie Express. Here's hoping this year's a good one for humanity. Of course, preparation is to the letter H as practice is to the letter W. So if we're gonna win, we gotta get greasy. That sounded way better in my head. Pretty sure all the fumes were expunged from last week, but whatever, let's get on with it. December 26th, winners calls for the Federation to protect independent systems. December 27th, Alba Tessero is once again asking to reinstate Aegis. December 29th, Enhanced Axe Weapon Development Project is completed. And on December 30th, Galnet Retrospective of 3308, Part 2. Don't know where Part 1 is, but we got Part 2. 
Well, that's all for the news this week. Now go slap some mayonnaise and have some fun out there. Why does this gym not have any music in it? <laughs> wow. What the fuck? Did I miss slap, a joke in there? <laughs> slap some mayonnaise? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> what? Um, uh, uh, okay. He must have nutted in space. Right. He, <laughs> he just... Um, Throwing shade at Galnet for completely missing Galnet News Digest Part One. Apparently, <laughs> like, why did they mention Part Two if they didn't mention Part One? Right? Bizarre. Yeah. Uh, I, Bizarre. I don't know where to start. Thanks, Bard. Good stuff. Always good stuff. Bard always puts out the best stuff. He puts out. He quality. puts out. That's for sure. <laughs> that's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> God. So, <sighs> what do we do now? I don't know. Should I say hi to puppies and chick chat? We got yeah, yeah. Cal Oren with his copilot. Wait, play Milo. yourself a chick chat sound. Oh, right? all right. Yeah. Here's wait. I'll do one for you. It's a me. It's a chick. There you go. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we had Cal Oren, uh, one of our commanders, gave us a happy Boxing Day. I I don't know if that means we go punch people in the face, but I like it. And his co-pilot Milo and him passed out early yesterday. Um, Dubs has now got a new 3D printer, and he's printing giant fertilances. Uh, Which are awesome. We got another amazing picture of Brick, the official mascot. God, that dog. I freaking love that dog. He, uh, You know, Blooming Wind, put that dog in a box. I don't even think you need air holes. I think Brick will be fine with whatever you do and ship him to me. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Somebody posted something with a cat in it. We'll just pass that shit up right now. Um, looks like uh, Bork Bits got himself some stuff to participate in some of his other hobbies. Uh, Mad Dog showed his doesn't look like a Mad Dog Nugget, a great co-pilot. Uh, Nurgle's working on a great emblem that involves Brick and appear, you know, apparently like an Odin helmet. I like where that's going. Uh, <laughs> Grover Kiwi had another pick of Leo, his little dog. He's wearing some kind of crown on his head. I don't know if that's a New Zealand thing where they torture their animals. Sokar posted Commander Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> and I, this thing with Commander Ollie, I, I, I love the dog picks, but I'm really mesmerized by the shelf behind your dog. You've got some ships going on there. It looks like one of the Enterprises looks like a, a is that are they raptors on Battlestar Galactica in there? I don't know. Viper, it's a cool looking picture. Viper. Sorry. Oh no, the raptor was like yeah. the, was like the uh, utility craft. Okay, yeah, so yeah, the, it's a viper. Though. Yeah, 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 yeah. The raptor was like it, yeah, the bigger, super, chunkier yeah, one. Super, super cool. Uh, I don't know. Rot Pineapple posts something. He says, "Looks like space cheese." I'll, I'll take your word for it. A better version <laughs> from Blooming Wind of the the Nurgle attempt at. I don't know why bricks become like. A Viking now. Uh, I, I like where this is going, but I, yeah. And he's then, intrepid. Because Vikings are awesome and Brick because, is awesome. Oh, because I thought it was because there was lots of raping and pillaging, and that's what looks like Brick would do. It's because he's got one eye and he's got just as much attitude as Odin. So we had <laughs> to do Brick Allfather. <sighs> In fact, that's I'm work, I'm literally working on this right now. Wow, did I just get jumped on there. My apologies for having your <laughs> your current theme go over my head. Let's go, Brick. Bite one of their balls for me. And uh, He would do it, uh, too. Yeah. Uh, 
I, some, for some reason, somebody thinks I look like Brian Johnson. I like it. There's a chick sighting by Rabbi Bob that he posted. So, uh, yeah, that, that, that's that's <laughs> and, the extent of chick chat this week. And uh, if you don't like it, well, you know the rest. And I got to call out Rabbi Bob for putting a picture of Brian Johnson and implying it was Chig instead of just photoshopping Chig into the picture of Brian Johnson because we know he has the skills <laughs> to do it. I, I, I was he, he even around when that series of freaking Photoshop bullshit was happening when it was the Chig <laughs> father and I oh, was he's been around. Oh, he, I know. He but may not. Yeah. He might've missed that week or something. Cause there was a lot of good Photoshopping of my face into random movie posters, which was pretty fucking hilarious. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. That was, I, I love when you guys poke fun at me. It means I'm loved or you hate me. I don't care either way. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I don't think you don't look like that guy. I I, I, I don't think, it's pretty think good. I it don't is. look like him too. That's a good way of putting that. My arms are bigger though. Chig's <laughs> <laughs> we'll Ching, Ching, Ching's a pretty beefy boy. Like that dude's got some got some heft. Oofta. That's right. Um yeah. I think at this point we need to play another sound bite. Um uh, but I wasn't. I was the opposite of that. So, all right. Then why did you play that one? Because uh, it was the first thing I saw that wasn't like a jig chat or a bard thing. Or, uh, oh, there, there's one. Thick, thogoid booty. There. Perfect. Got you back. Perfect. Thank you. All right. All right. It's a me. It's a jig. <laughs> and that one again. <laughs> all right. What do we got? We hey, got... Aren't you guys glad I have soundboard privileges? No. <laughs> you don't hmm. know. I know. I know. <laughs> what uh, what what's up? What else? What else know. do we do what on this, on this intrepid we, show? We, We're all intrepid now. We already covered the cheese in the intro. I see that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Go make some fudge with some Velveeta cheese. That's cheese of the week. There you go. No, I I decline. I am issuing a challenge. Go make some Velveeta out of some fudge. That's what I want. You prove that that's possible. I will believe you are a magician. So, I might make Velveeta fudge and just cinching some. There you go. I don't know if I'd eat a box of anything you well, sent to me. <laughs> but it's, yeah, of course, it's it's Velveeta, so it'll keep for five, six years in shipping. Uh, yeah. <laughs> True. I, I'd eat it. I, I'll record myself eating it, all of it. Uh, you don't have to eat all know. of it. I mean, it's, still, it's still very, it's very, very want... fudgy. Like, it's very rich. Yeah. What about uh, Nurgle talking about? Isn't it like National Science Fiction Day? Uh, yeah. Or something? Yeah. T- today is National Science Fiction Day. Do we know why the second day of the year was chosen to be National Science Fiction Day, or was it just no a idea. thing? Okay. No idea. It, it showed up on my calendar that today is National Science Fiction Day. So in honor of National Science Fiction Day, what is your favorite science fiction thing? Book, movie, author, Short story, whatever. Chick, go. Oh, gosh. Elite Dangerous. <laughs> I, I feel that's Gee. kind of the, the pandering answer. Well, let me, let me put it to you this way. I, I, I'm going to stick to that answer just because there was no criteria for how to choose this. This game, the fact that it even exists still boggles my mind, that we've got an entire freaking galaxy that we can explore with an entire, like, BGS system going on with entire alien war kind of going on with 
mission boards and ground shit and space shit and exploration and plants. And back in the day, they used to actually put, you know, clever stuff in this game that people would have to decipher. And, you know, there's still things supposedly that haven't been found. And I still am holding out hope that there's stuff in game right now that we haven't figured out. Like the stupid green Jolly Rancher thing. When is that going to become something in this game you know i i don't know i have faith that there's more going on considering that we have an entire freaking galaxy on my little bit of exploring again recently i was you know back in the thing of like this game is so you know looking at the galaxy map trying to pick a place to fly to and there's just so many freaking stars it's unbelievable and i only flew out like 2500 from the bubble and back and i got like four first discoveries when i turned in my cardo data yeah i was like holy crap, you know, people are still that close to the bubble. I can still get first discoveries in this game. Boggles my mind. So I'm going to go with that. Is it pandering? I don't think so, because I keep calling the developers morons, so I'm not really a panderer. Um, but I I, I I dig this game, and I, I, as far as hours invested in anything science fiction, it's got, I mean, I, yeah, I've watched the Star Wars movies quite a few times and a lot of Star Wars shows and stuff, but I guarantee you, I haven't, I don't have 6,000 hours watching Star Wars in my life, and I've got 6,000 hours <laughs> in this game. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I go this direction. Yeah. Right, I'll can, give that, can, I'd give it to him. Yeah. Can you, can we do, like, I need, uh, like, one per media. You know, sure, like, medium. I need a separate yeah. game, a separate. There's, there's no t- rules. TV, movie. I will give you book, TV, movie, and game. Okay. And I can do it pretty quickly. Okay. Go. All right. Um, the game is Elite Dangerous. I mean, obviously. Yeah, clearly. And um, the, the TV show is The Expanse. Fantastic. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And there, there, you know, I liked Battlestar Galactica back in a few, you know, decade or so ago, whatever that was, um, right up until part two of the last episode. Just skip that one. Anyway. Uh, make up your own ending and it's otherwise a pretty good show. But anyway, the expanse totally replaces it and I don't have to say, I don't have to like couch it anyway. Um, movie is, um, arrival. Did you guys see that? Do you when, remember when, that? The new one with the math stuff. What? Amy Adams and stuff. That one. Arrival. Yeah. Amy Adams. Yeah. There was it's another about, movie kind of arrival with Charlie Sheen oh, back in the nineties, which was actually a really oh, good. I remember that movie. movie. I remember it, that arrival. It was really good. Charlie Sheen. It yeah, was yeah, it was okay. not bad. Yeah. Um so yeah, Arrival, not going to talk about it a whole lot. It's great if you haven't seen it. It's yeah. if you haven't seen it and you watch it, now you know, now you know what my jam is. Uh but anyway, uh that that will be probably well, probably slash hopefully replaced by the movie version of what I'm about to say for a book because it is in production. <laughs> um but uh Project Hail Mary is the book. It is the really? um it is the next book by Andy Weir, the author of The Martian. Yeah. And yeah. it is fantastic. The Martian is practice mode for this book. Mm. It's a masterpiece. Yeah. I, I, have, I not, have What was it called again? Project Hail Mary. I just I, I have not read just, it yet, but I hear good things about it. So, like, yeah. I just joined – that's the other thing I did this week. I just joined uh, a uh, book, book of the Month club. Uh, online and uh, that's one of the books I could have chosen. So I'll pick that for next month's book. Definitely. On your recommendation. I've I've gone. I mean, it, it came out like fairly recently. I've I've been through it uh, four or five times. 
anything by Andy. Yeah, anything by Andy Weir is awesome. Yeah, I mean, and like The Martian was good. If you liked it, it it is practice mode for this book. It's just there. There's so many things I could go on and on and on about all the reasons it's such a fantastic book. And it was already optioned by the before the book even came out. It was right. optioned for a movie, and Ryan Gosling is going to be playing the lead, and it's in production anyway. So I can't did, wait. I. I know it'll be different, and I'm prepared to deal with the the things that they did differently than my imagination. I will hold them separately, I promise. But hopefully, uh, it will turn out to be my favorite movie too. S- sidetracking a little bit, did you see or did you hear the episode of Skeptic's Guide where they interviewed him about it? Oh yes. Okay. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> I, I figured you did. I just wanted to make sure. Uh huh. All right. Yeah. All right, Teflon. How about you? Uh, so the the couple things that I've chosen is one is. Um, the uh, um, the book series uh, it's the Castle Federation book series by Glenn Stewart. Um, I really like military science fiction and um, especially space opera stuff. And this does a lot of space navy kind of stuff, which is what I'm really into. Um, and I very much recommend you guys check it out. It starts with the book Space Carrier Avalon uh, is the first book in the series, and it gets it's very very good. Uh, certainly better than I was expecting because um, I had I got them on Audible when I had an Audible subscription, and I'm getting all the books on Audible. Um, uh, even um, after I caught up and he still had two books left in him, I st- in the Castle Federation uh, series, <laughs> um, I was chomping at the bit for him. Um, uh, the other thing I would recommend um, is uh, an old book favorite of mine. Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy uh, is a classic. Uh, it should be treated as such. And if you haven't read classic. it, you owe it to yourself yeah. to read it. Um, yeah. Don't watch the movie. Read don't the watch book. the movie. Read the book. You owe it to yourself. It is uh, incredible. And the uh, movie, to me, I, I want to talk the movie for just one second of that. I hated it the first time I saw it because I was such a huge fan of the book. But the movie <laughs> has become a classic for me now. I, I can sit and watch yeah. that movie anytime. I do, up. I do like. Um, um, oh, now I'm blanking on his name. Um, dead actor. Um, dead. Yes. Alan Rickman. <laughs> Alan Rickman. Oh, Rickman. Yeah. Rickman. Alan Rickman oh, as no. the robot oh. is, is perfect. Yeah, Yes. It. It's not that that movie is irredeemable. It's. It. It definitely has a lot of great things going for it. It's just a poor adaptation. Of Skeptic's that, Guide. Yeah. But that's the a long, tough, tough book to try. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. O- almost impossible, so I would say. So yeah, I think they, imagine. they did what they could. They caught the basic theme of it, and it was quirky and funny. And I, I don't know. Uh, what's his... Uh, What's his name playing uh, Beezlebop or whatever? He was amazing. Rockwell, Sam Rockwell. Sam yeah. Rockwell. Did so well. And Martin Freeman did so well. He, he was... To me, he fit kind of that just, oh, yeah, what the fuck is going on kind of character, yeah. personality that yeah. you needed for that show. Without, I, I don't know, I, I, I've appreciated that more movie more the more times I see it over the years. And, it, and part of that though is the fact I haven't reread Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy in at least 25 years. So, yeah, but I don't know. I, I, I like the movie, I think it's underrated these days. 
I agree. I liked it too. I liked it too. I think the character works really good. It's it's just a massive story to yeah. be putting into yeah. a movie. That's all. I think what yeah. scenes they did put in the movie were pretty good for the most part. It does yeah. make the ending feel a little disconnected and weird. But yes, uh, eh, rushed, you know, kind of. Yeah. 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 But it's fine. The, what yeah. was in there is really good. And so for for me, I think I would have to agree the game is elite dangerous. I mean, it, there's no other option there. Um, <laughs> for in, in terms of a, a series or something like that, yeah, it's got to be The Expanse. Uh, for for move for books and authors, I, I am such a huge fan for anything Larry Niven that it it overshadows everything else. I mean, if you like hard science science fiction, he is actually a physicist. Uh, and has been writing since the 60s. A physicist, you say? A physicist. A physicist, yes. Uh, and just has some incredible stuff. I'm a, Like I said, I'm a huge geek for Larry Niven. I literally have everything he has ever written. Uh, and highly recommend him as an author to anybody who likes hard science fiction. This is the man who once pulled a story from publication because new science had come out since he, writ- since he had written it. And he wanted to change <laughs> it to make sure it was accurate. Wow. So, yeah. Do you have the original version? Uh, I No, it was never published, so no, I don't. Oh, you said it was pulled from publication. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. I will say another, book people should, another sci-fi book people should check out is uh, uh, We Are Bob. Uh, we Are Bob. We Are Bob? Yes. Was uh, it written by a physicist? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's We Are Legion, We Are Bob by Dennis E. Taylor. Um, um, it's got a little bit of that hard science and artistic license and a little delightful humor. Uh, basically, a person um, um, whose name is Bob, um, um, he, um, his, his brain, his intelligence is uh, – uh, preserved inside of a machine that is eventually transformed in, or eventually transferred into these um, um, other intelligences across like the galaxy, and, so, and then a consciousness wake his consciousness wakes up, um, and all of a sudden his existence is no longer him as a person. It's um, spread out across all this galaxy. It's 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 very good. You should check it out. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Huh. I, I have I have like a weird memory. Like I feel like I might have heard of that, but it's like it's like almost intangible. Anyway, yeah, cool. And and one other thing I want to add before we go to the end of the show. No movie anniversaries this week, but nope. forty years ago today, Time magazine put a personal computer on the cover and did Machine of the Year instead of Man of the Year. Nice. But you're skipping me. I didn't get to do a movie or a TV show or anything. You I didn't do first. a movie or TV show either, so I gotta yeah. do, I gotta go back and do those. Well, you all right, all right, Chig, come on, catch up. Oh my God, catch up. Okay, <laughs> that, this 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 will be easy. Uh, I it can be a series of books, right? So I'll go I'll go I'll go the Twilight series for the best books, <laughs> and for, so for, for, for best for best movie, I'm gonna go Treasure Planet. All right, I'm done. He's like, I'm gonna go. <laughs> you are like, completely for, full of shit. For best movie, I'm gonna go Blade Trinity. <laughs> You are even fuller of shit. <laughs> fuller of shit. And see, I nah. think I don't even think Twilight that would even be science fiction. That's like just hot fiction. trash. Yeah, for, <laughs> for my like favorite fiction. <laughs> for my my favorite science fiction 
uh, at least we'll call it science fiction instead of space fantasy, which is what I normally call it because it's a Star Wars show. Um, this is literally the first one that comes to mind. I might think of a better one later, but Andor was so good. It's and pronounced I loved Andor. It so much. Um, and uh, everybody should watch Andor on Disney Plus. A- Andor. And um, for movie, that's that's a really hard one. Um, I don't know, maybe um, Dark Side of the Moon from 1982. No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Don't make me go space 1999 on you. (laughs) Um, So probably, I guess guess I'll go with Starship Troopers because it's uh, a good, fun action um, sci-fi movie. Nothing that you have to really think too hard about. Well, In fact, all right. there's any number. I'm going to go thinking, over my movies. I could thinking pick. is actively discouraged. Yes, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to come away. I'm going to say Treasure Planet. That's not true because I still haven't seen it. So I'll go something I've actually seen. I'm going to legitimate. I'm going to stick with animated though. I'm going to go with the original Transformers movie. Uh, from the 80s <laughs> with Leonard Nimoy doing one of the voices and Orson Welles, and that is yeah. actually a, a damn good movie. That yeah, is. You, that is a you fantastic laugh, but, movie. Yeah, that's a classic. Yeah, I'm, go, I'm going with I, that. For the record, I laughed before he said the original animated one. Yeah, you thought I was talking. Meg, I was like, <laughs> Megan Fox. You were know, talking about the... And, no. Uh, and he, here's the thing. Michael Bay knows who he is, yeah. right? Like he's and not, he doesn't care what you think of him. He's not doing that because you care. He's doing it for, cause he wants to do it and that's fine. I can respect Michael Bay in, in that way. Um, I'll, I'll defend anyway. the first Transformers movie. Just on that. Everyone after the first was just robots beating the shit out of each other. The first I mean, one had that kind didn't of make any sense. The, yeah. the first one had kind of, you know, uh, a first contact spin on it too. And, you know, a yeah. lot of, yeah, a lot of exactly. interesting There's stuff. Origin so it was, stuff yeah, it was actually on. cool. Our first, you know, meeting with an alien race and it's freaking robots, which is cool science fiction. What the fuck? So yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I mean, the first it, one be, was okay. And Megan Fox was so smoking hot in that movie. It'd be, it'd be easy to pick a classic movie like, you know, 2001, a space odyssey or, uh, have I ever told you about 2001, the space Forbidden odyssey. planet, forbidden planet. I would pick, I think I'm going to change my answer to Titan AE. Cause I really That's enjoyed that. Animated. Animated. I liked that. Yeah. 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 I liked that one. And I feel yeah. like it didn't get the love it deserved. That, let me tell you, 2001 A Space Odyssey, I hadn't seen it in like a lot of years. And I was at work one day and it was, it, it was, I don't know, it was like the day after a holiday or something. So I knew it was going to be really slow. This was back when I was working rental car and I was covering the desk at my off airport office, which was slow and boring. And I decided to catch up on some Kubrick movies and I hadn't seen 2001 in a lot of years. So I'm watching this fucking movie on my phone. And if there's spoilers or anything, you know, people get over it. The movie came out like 30 some years ago or wait in the seventies. So yeah, thirties, whatever. Yeah. So a lot, I I'm watching it. I'm watching it on my phone and I'm, and, you know, sitting there and watching it. And then I take a phone call. I set my phone down. I pick my phone back up and I start watching the movie. And it's at the end, you know, when he ends up like in that spaceship thing and just, it gets weirder than fuck. Right. And it, on my phone, it was upside down. And I'm like, this is an interesting choice by Kubrick. Why did he shoot the thing upside down? He might have, because it was a Kubrick film. And I'm like, 
this is actually kind of insane. And then I picked up my phone and it flipped right side up and I was so bummed. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. That's like, that's like I, uh, in yeah. the 90s, I saw a thing on uh, TV about how they how they made Star Trek it, uh, The Next Generation and they used to film. The model was too top heavy for the ship to have it sitting right. up. So it hung upside down and they just turned the camera upside down for uh, the ship that's shots. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's perfect. Everything's a lie. <laughs> but I don't know. I, being a Kubrick film, it, it, it made sense as I was watching it. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. So, do you want your January 2nd this day in, on this day in history? Yes, sir. Yes. Go. Okay. January 2nd. 1905, this day in history. In 1905, Japanese capture Russian naval base. On January 2nd, 1905, in a crucial turning point of the Russo-Japanese War, Japan captured Port Arthur, a major Russian naval base on uh, the – I'm not going to pronounce this right – Laodong Peninsula in China. When Russia, under Tsar Nicholas II, declined to withdraw its troops from Manchuria after joining with international forces to suppress China's Boxer Rebellion in 1900. Japan became wary of Russia's territorial ambitions in the Far East. On February 8, 1904, the Japanese launched a surprise attack on Port Arthur, beginning the Russo-Japanese War. Uh, the port had been a useful location as far back as the 2nd century. The Russians had taken control in 1898 as a result of Russia's defeat at Port Arthur in January 1905 and the bitter and violent rebellion he faced within his own country Tsar Nicholas accepted U.S. President Theodore Roosevelt's offer to broker peace between Russia and Japan. So under the terms of the Treaty of Portsmouth, control of Port Arthur and the surrounding region was transferred to the Japanese, who renamed the city uh, Ryoju. So yes, on this day in 1905, uh, Japan captured a Russian naval base. Which led is- directly to the Battle of Tsushima Straits. Where the Japanese defeated the Russians in the first major naval engagement of the 20th century. And if you really want to know more, there's a naval historian on YouTube named Drachnafel who did a two-parter on this. The first part is the second Russian naval squadron, Voyage of the Damned. Have a drink. Listen to it. It is hysterical. You will wonder how they even managed to get their boats to that fight. Oh my God! Yes, it is um, incredibly ridiculous, and um, like part of the whole Russo-Japanese War was um, just to try to get the populace more on the side of Tsar Nicholas, because you know the best thing for morale and bring everybody together is you know a, a foreign enemy. Well, um, <laughs> they turned on him very quickly after the start of the war um, once again, and so he was. Uh, once again, back to an unsettled populace, which eventually they would have a revolution. Have two of them, actually. Like you do. Yep. So there you go. There's yep. your history for there today. There you go. There we go. All right. Um, I think that's, yeah, that's a lot. Is that a show? Um, we do a whole That's show? a show. You know, I got one more thing for you. Holy crap. You never this do this pi- at the end. Uh, that's this. Pi- no, it wasn't even me this time. There's this picture of brick. <laughs> that is the one. Uh, that Teflon posted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 This is, uh, here, hold on. Let me pull this tab out. 
here you're going you're going on the on the video version check the video version everybody i'm putting it in chick chat it's going to be in chick chat too but this if you're watching right now on on video of the podcast you're seeing it <laughs> that is that's, awesome that's the, all hail brick yeah, no no more edits necessary that is the one you've done it what's on his eye patch um, I don't know, whatever the AI generated whenever I, cause I wow. actually, I generated oh, okay. a few, uh, images of brick, uh, during the show. And, um, I thought I need an eye patch because this, this current one didn't have one. Oh, and, see, we uh, need the so, loose screw on that. Yeah. We'll put the loose screw on the eye patch. Yeah. I wouldn't, there you go. I wouldn't, uh, I cut, I cut out whatever emblem was on the helmet of one of the other images before, and then I put it on there, yeah. and then I yeah. I changed the contrast stuff to kind of make it match the picture a little better. That's, yeah, that's that's perfect. I'll, I'll put the... Uh, it looks great. I'll, I'll edit the loose screws emblem into the eye patch, and we'll be good. I'm working on something like sure, this. Sure, do whatever, do whatever you want to it. I, I, I don't care. I'm just happy I could be of some help. I was perfect. <laughs> Nailed it. Fantastic. All fantastic. hail the All-Father. <laughs> <laughs> Brick the All Father. So, who, what, uh, so shall we? Shall we get out of here? I, I Where think are we so. going? I think so. I don't know. Waffle House. Mm-hmm. See some yeah, apples. Hey, Amen. No Waffle House. No, Waffle Applebee's. House. I want to. I want. I want to go and see uh, Waffle House. Wendy like deflect a chair like a freaking Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Let's go out on that. All right. We- <laughs> do you do you want to you want to run down the ending here, Chig? Or do you want me to? Oh God! Introduced by another goddamn Thargoid. It's all you. Oh great! It's me. All right. No, I'm gonna, no. Let I'm going to escape a Thargoid. Let, let Teflon do it with his voice changer. Oh, I don't have my voice changer. Hold, I have oh. it. I'm not turned on right now. Oh, oh, I can turn it on. Just all right. Give me some time. No, it's all right. It's all right. Oh wait, no, it's, it's on. Hey. Hold on. Okay. All right. He's going. <laughs> <laughs> If you like that show, please. See, you don't even need me to do it. Give us okay. a rating. We, we've got, It'll be Davida. great if you rate us, please. I, I am the money. robot that made the Our picture Velveeta. of Brick. I made Brick out of Velveeta. All right. Find us on Discord, discord.io slash loose screws, and, and go to check out our merch store where there's lots of fun stuff. And you can find that at loosescrewsed.com along with some other things that have to do with the show. And we have a Patreon, which supporters of the show can use to do what I just said support the show. Patreon.com slash loose screws ed. Uh, support, uh, financial support goes to pay for recording stuff. And um, plenty of overflow, uh, which goes to right back into the community in the form of gifts and fun things that that we do when yes, such things become deserved. Yes, please support us on Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash ed. <laughs> that, All it. your base are belong to us. Thanks uh, for listening. And Join us on Discord. Buy stuff at the merch store, loosecruiseed.com. Thank you for listening. That's it. I'm sorry, Jing. I can't do that. I really, have a, I really feel like when you say you're going to bring in a robot voice, you like go in another room, dig around in a drawer looking for it because you like disappear for like a full minute before all of a sudden you just start doing it. I love it. It's amazing. Well, Keep the last couple work. times I've, I, I haven't needed, I needed the, I haven't used the voice changer, so now I came back. 
Okay, okay, gotcha. Wow. All right, all right. Well, apparently this episode contained Chig, Jantrax, Nurgle, and Teflon. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Put that in your pipe and smoke. Congratulations! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. We'll... Uh... We'll see you next week. How did I become the ending host? It's a me. It's a kid. I think that we don't have an actual host. We just do what we're doing. <laughs> Holy what crap. the fuck starts a conversation like that? I just sat down. <laughs> it's the ending of sounds. All right. See you next week. Yeah, uh, whatever. <laughs> I've All never right. Bye, everybody. Make it stop. <laughs> <laughs>